Welcome to In Real Time, where we as Heights Church are inviting you in for real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change in the new normal. We're hoping that our real discussions about our church's journey will help you as you reimagine and rebuild yours. Craig Sweeney here, and I want to welcome you to In Real Time, where we're having real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change. And I've got a few co-hosts with me today. You guys want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> I'm Ryan Connolly. I am the worship pastor. Making your debut Making on my the debut podcast. on In Real Time. I'm Absolutely. so excited. And are you actually a Boston Red Sox fan, or is this just Die like, hard. hey, I like the colors? Die hard. Religious. Seriously? the Red Sox, yes. Why? My dad brought me up that way. So he's dad, a Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah. He was born in Massachusetts. So all Boston sports, except for the okay. Patriots. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, my name is Ryan okay. Connolly. I am the worship pastor here at Heights Church. I and diverted you. No, it's all good. Yeah, this is yeah, fun. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And who's this good. guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, I am Tim Layfield. I'm one of the associate pastors here at Heights mm-hmm. Church. I oversee our online campus mm-hmm. and a teaching pastor and manage a couple of other ministries yep. at and, the church. And, and you missed your opportunity to wear your Bama shirt. Yep. Roll Tide. Yep. Yep. I mean, Which is you, higher excellence me. of sports uh, than any Boston Red Sox. I don't yeah. know about that. I need to be wearing my Cowboys <laughs> I think we've, gear. Uh, we should have, more championships we should have a okay. sports theme day. We should. I I'm like that. I'm not sure how that would go along with the So Maybe we could come what, up with What, what are your teams again? Cowboys. Cowboys. Sorry. And mm. then my other sports, <laughs> Cowboys. Sorry. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much just football with me. Have you given up wow. on Dak Prescott? So you know what uh, it is to be long-suffering. Uh, no, I haven't. He's good. He's not worth the money. He's definitely not. Yeah, but it's cool. Win it's a Super Bowl, then you can get that money. That's but. right. LA Rams, baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we're here for something else. Something yeah. else. We're here <laughs> some way but maybe we should start a Monday morning quarterbacking show. I love that. That idea. would be cool. That'd a different cool. podcast, but uh, but kind of throwing that, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, we this is episode four. It's actually part three of, an, of our uh, podcast that we are asking a question, mm-hmm. if I could do it again. It's this yeah. idea of Monday, ma- mor- Monday morning quarterbacking, Yes, right? Yep. And just kind of evaluating and taking a look at what we've done. And so today we want to talk about if I could do it again, yeah. where would I exercise more faith? Ooh. Yeah. Man. Which is... A great topic, yeah. yes. Because we are faith leaders, and you really can't do anything within the church, or at least we're not yeah. supposed to, without faith being involved That's in right. it. Yeah, and uh, I know that as I look back over the last two and a half years of this pandemic, and you know, you just think about, you know, you've got you've got the 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 COVID virus itself. You have elections. You have social unrest. You yep. have everything else that's gone on around it. Yep. And now we're here today. Yeah, and. There's just, you know, there's no resolve to any of these things for sure. So much division, difficulty, and faith, as I look back on it, I realize as we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I would say there's been some ugly spots for oh, me, for oh. me. Um, what would I do different? Um, I would do decision-making different for part of the pandemic because I know that my lack of faith... Uh, this is the ugly part. So you guys are still my friends, right? Absolutely. Always. My lack of faith uh, was was affecting my decision making, and the reason is because there were parts that 
I just felt like I wasn't enough. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I know that that's, that's not just to me. I I've talked with many senior leaders. who felt like that. Yeah. Everybody's looking at us saying, of course, you know, the answers. I don't know why they think we would know the answers. None of us have been through this way before. Uh, but you know, next time we'll have an idea of what to do because it'll be the second time we've seen it, right? But oh, this is the first. Right. And then there were so many things that just kept, it was like a cliff that you're standing on and just pieces of it keep breaking away, keep mm. breaking away. Yeah. And you're like, wait, when is this going to stop? Yeah. Yeah. This other thing, I, I didn't see that coming, this other thing, and you just keep stepping back, stepping back. You're not exactly sure how far to go back, what you should do. Right. It felt so disorienting. And when you're in that mode, mm-hmm. you, you, you are going to either exercise faith or you're going to step back from faith, but you're looking for, looking for handholds in order to make decisions and you just wonder what is secure ground at this yeah, point, which right. makes me think of David when he talks about the Lord in the Psalms saying, you have made my crooked way hmm. straight. Yeah, it's so good. And you're like, oh, I get it. Yep. <laughs> I came across that Psalm about a year ago, and I was thinking, okay, I get it. He was going through a pandemic as well. That must be <laughs> what was going on there. Um, but here's what I realized in about a year into the pandemic. I felt like I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But I did have the realization and that God had put me here. And so he had some level of confidence in me. So it's in my hands to make the decision. Nobody else really can. Yep. And so I got to do something. Yep. And so I, I just need to do the best that I can, and I, I have to trust that. Mm-hmm. And it really did help me. But I, my my confidence I was gaining was because I was having my confidence in Christ and how he saw me. So I was, I was getting oriented around it, right? Because mm-hmm. I was disoriented yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, especially when you have half of every crowd in front of you telling you that you're not following God. Because that's what people have done, whether it right. was masks. Or no masks. Or no masks. No masks. Vaccine. You no could vaccine, win. Vaccine, no win. vaccine. Shut down, no shut down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do we get closed. to come in person or are we not? Blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, it's like, so, so you just like, okay, I really need to dig in <laughs> yeah, to seriously. my calling. Yeah. What do I believe about it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get why that's been a challenge for pastors. 43% of pastors, uh, the most current uh, statistics say, uh, have seriously considered stepping out of ministry in the last 12 months. And that includes, or I should say, that doesn't include all those who already have stepped out. So that was just the latest statistic, which is a massive amount of people. Yeah, yeah. You wonder why? Because yeah. we just feel like the ground underneath us is crooked. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it has somewhat, not everybody, but some of it has to do with our identity. Yeah. So I would say that issue, that was mm-hmm. bad and ugly for about a year. So I, I was grateful that I was able to kind of come back around. And that, I don't so. think you were alone because I mean, I, we can all test. We were all in the same boat, Yeah. you know, and I had no choice. I remember at the start of 2020, I was, I had to exercise my faith no matter what. I was moving across country, moved 3,000 miles to the other yeah. side of the states, to Florida. Florida to wake up to alligators. To, to, yeah, to wake up to alligators yeah. and the biggest spiders and crickets and all the... Snakes. <laughs> all the biggest Dude, critters. why did you go there in the first place? Anyway, yeah. another, that's a different that's podcast. That's a different podcast, Sorry. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, I remember like when... Um, when Sorry all those in Florida who are watching. We love sure you. We have a Shout out to massive the massive amount of Yes, we do. We love you, Florida. Yeah. Uh, always in my heart. But no, um, I remember when news first broke out about the 
shutdowns, okay, two weeks, I can handle that. Mentally to myself, I was thinking, yeah. oh, this is going to be fine. This is going to be okay. But yeah. then when it came to about three months, four months, mm. I mean, I remember uh, this is where I, I was. it was ugly for me personally. You know, I was giving a lot of thought and attention and emotional energy to things that I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Social media. I mean, if mm. millennials, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, <laughs> we need to put the phones down. Yeah. We need to, we need to turn notifications off. We need yeah. to, to dedicate ourselves more to the word and stop worrying about our feelings and, um, and thinking our feelings are so important. You know, that's just me just going off a little cliff there but anyway with that being said the cliff I, just gave way underneath exactly but i remember i remember i was worried about my job yeah. i was like will i have a job i remember this church i was at it had seven campuses within two months they closed three down yeah you know because you know it's just that's just the nature of the pandemic yeah. of just people not being able to to work and giving was down and so I remember just my mind and my heart were just not aligned. Mm -hmm. And, and if I, if I could have gone back, I would have just said, Lord, if you brought me out here, you will not leave me stranded. Like yeah. there was a reason you brought me out to Florida. There's a reason I'm with this beautiful community of believers. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, and I really, towards the end of that year, I remember I really challenged myself. Okay. I'm not going to isolate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dive in. Yeah. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to say, God, there's you're still in control i had yeah. to find it within me but i remember within the first few months i i was a mess <laughs> so if i could do it all over again i will remind myself hey go to go to god yeah he's got this he's got no matter it. how because we again we never dealt with anything like this to yeah. this level of disruption yeah. in society i mean we're talking globally yeah lives are forever changed because oh, yeah. of this how so. old are you I am now 31. All right. So you've never seen this. Never I'm seen 53. <laughs> I've never seen right. this. Tim's like, what are you, 20 something? 20 yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> what I thought. That's what I thought. None of us have seen this in our generation. No. Yeah. So it is. It's just disorienting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you guys a question about this the whole decision making, not feeling like I was enough. This is a senior leader's perspective. And I'm, I'm voicing something that I know other senior leaders have told me they felt as well but they're very uh, apprehensive mm -hmm. to say that to their staff teams. I'm just curious, if you're on a staff team and, and, and you're working with a senior leader, how, how would you encourage that senior leader if you felt like this? If you could speak to those senior leaders right now, how would you encourage them if they say, you know what, I feel like I'm not enough. I'm two and a half years into this and mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm not enough. I'm not confident in this. How would you encourage them? Mm. I think it kind of goes back to the, what you said that God has put this in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And so therefore this, this thing was, wasn't a surprise yeah. to him. Not nope. to him. Yeah. Right. And so therefore you are in this position placed by him with his yeah. authority in this time. Yeah. And so if, if, if leaders could just sit with that and begin to live into that, yeah. meaning they, they, they can make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to make that decision. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, and and so, one, I would say, as a as a person, a part of the team, mm -hmm. we need you. Mm. Your staff needs you to own that part. Yeah. Because, listen, if they're worth any of their weight in salt, they're going to understand. Mm. There's always going to be a little bit of uh, uncertainty, mm -hmm. but you got to move with confidence, not yeah. arrogance, but confidence yeah. mm -hmm. that, Hey, mm -hmm. uh, this is in my hands. I I'm the one who has to make a decision. I'm the only one that can make this decision. Yeah. And my staff who are following me yeah. need to know 
that we're headed in this direction or this is yeah. the decision. Yeah. That you need that clarity. You need clarity yeah. because yeah. then it trickles down. If you're uncertain, how do I lead my teams yeah. with any type of certainty? Yeah. The only certainty I'm leading them is the two is uncertainty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And so it's, it's important yeah. that we, that, that leaders know <clears throat> one, there's always grace, yeah. but at the same time you have, it's in your hands. Yeah. yeah. And as staff people, when I've worked at churches, I, I'm submitting to that leadership, yeah. which means I praying for you. I believe oh, in you oh, come on, and man. I'm behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So make that decision. Yeah. yeah. Cause you, yeah. And let's go. Yeah. And you know, you, I'm hearing that as an encouragement. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Hey, yeah. we want you yes. to do this. Just do the yes. best thing yeah. you know to do yeah. exactly. in this situation. Yeah. Exactly. Cause we're bought yeah. in. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm hearing. And then yeah. We'll, yeah. we're behind you. We're, yeah. we're going to be, you know, we're your, your mighty warriors. We're behind yeah. you. Armor bearers. I, I like Let's that. You, go. I, Feel it. I like that you brought up prayer because that was one thing I was convicted of. Yeah. Was like, I should be praying more about this mm -hmm. than trying to talk about it with people. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, I, mm -hmm. I remember thinking to myself, man, I do not envy the position that our senior leaders are in right now. Oh yeah. I remember just, I remember at one point thinking to myself, the amount of stress and the amount yeah. of turmoil that's going on in their hearts yeah. and their minds. I was like, God, I began to just pray for them. Yeah. And I would let them know I was praying for them. Yeah. And I would let them know like, Hey, I'm with you no matter what. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, there's a, there's a point where leaders need to know that their senior leaders need to know that you're not alone. Yeah. So, you know, the ones that are around you that, that come up to you and say, Hey, we got you. Yeah. We're surrounding you, man. What a gift. Yeah. You know, that is. No, so I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It comes to mind. I had, this, I had this conversation with the Lord in one of my chair times somewhere in the middle of the pandemic and I'm like, okay, Lord, this is really hard. This, this, is, and he reminded me, you asked for this. <laughs> yeah, we did sign up for this. You, you asked yeah. Yeah. to be a senior lead. You wanted this. You felt mm -hmm. my call and you said, I want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, you're there. You're wow. enough. Dig I in. gave it to wow. you. It's yeah. okay. I know it was yeah. very humbling, yeah. actually. Uh, and then the Lord reminded me, he gave me this uh, illustration of a plane that I heard years and years ago, which is that the, the wings on a plane are literally designed for a massive amount of turbulence, mm -hmm. a turbulence that they would never uh, actually be able to go through, mm -hmm. the, the, the forces against the, the wings. You know, that's why when you look at planes, you're not, you don't see broken wings, no. you know, as much as other things that break on them. But those wings can literally just come up in this mm -hmm. incredible angle yeah. that you'd never think they could bend without yep. breaking. Yep. And the Lord reminded me, I built you stronger than this. Wow. Because I didn't think I, I was, mm -hmm. right? But yep. when he reminded me of that, I thought, okay, well, I go, I better find it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I knew to look because he told me yep. it's there. And, and I know it sounds silly right now, but that was yeah. real. That actually helped me turn around and start assessing mm -hmm. a resource of strength and confidence and just faith that I didn't, I didn't realize that I had there. Mm -hmm. But it was there as soon as I started looking for it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff, guys. Thanks yeah. for the, that perspective. I think that's very important. I think the second thing that I would say uh, where I would exercise more faith in the past, and then we're going to switch to how does that affect today, which would be uh, expectations. Hmm. Because there was this expectation, this kind of goes along with the first one, but it's different. There was an expectation that we shouldn't be going through this kind of hardship. Like we all know we're going to go through hardship, but Lord, this is too hard. Right. 
<laughs> oh man, this is too hard. We're right? too spoiled, man. Yeah, it's yeah, like right? you know, I'm just. Oh man. Yeah, that was my oh, chair I mean. time with the Lord. Boy, yeah. Yeah. So, but then the Lord gave me this image, and I thought about you know the verse out of Romans that said, "We are more than conquerors in Christ." Yeah. Mm. And I realized that the picture that I have in my head when I when I have given that verse, taught on it, or prayed it, or stood on that verse Cowboys. in faith was. I pictured like this Captain America type figure mm -hmm. that was standing on top of this mountain, had flag in hand. There was not a hair <laughs> out of place. His uniform looked awesome. He was refreshed, not even sweating. And that was the more than conqueror. Yeah. I mean, that was literally the picture I had. And then and it was the Lord is like, it's the wrong picture. Yep. <laughs> and then I this. saw what he really looks like. Hmm. It's still this really... Um, uh, cool Captain America type figure, but instead he's on top of the mountain. His hair is definitely out of place. He is sweating bullets. He's got dirt all over him. He's bruised and he's bloody because he just fought for every foot of that mountain. That's right. But he got to the top because God showed him every step of the way how to move. Yeah. And it was hard and it was difficult, but he got there. Yeah. That's the real picture. Mm-hmm or at least closer to it. Right. And when I had that picture, I realized, oh, my expectations are wrong. Yeah. Hmm. Stop complaining about this, Craig, because when I complain, I am no longer in faith asking God for yeah. help yeah. to make the decisions that only I can make. You can see how this thing just cycles on itself oh and goodness. keeps yeah. you from doing yeah. the things you're actually called to do. Yeah. And so I realized these things are all connected to one another. If I could go back and start this pandemic over, oh, I wish I had been able to exercise faith differently in those ways. Mm -hmm. So um, what do you guys think uh, about the more than conquer image? How do you relate to that? Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's accurate. I would agree. You, you have a certain vision of it, and then you realize nothing worth gaining is easy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to fight for it. Yeah, you, you got to fight for it. I think yeah. of, um, you know, martial arts. You know, mm -hmm. been doing martial arts since I was twelve, and I remember mm -hmm. that first black belt test. You know, yeah. and I just remember uh, how I felt after. You don't. You just. You're not just. Get, you earn it. You earn I mean, it. you earn yeah. it to where you're, you're ice packs and yeah. band aids and <laughs> you're a mess. Yeah, you know? yeah, but. That was one of the one, that was an incredible accomplishment that I've been working on forever. Yep. And it came because it worked hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I would think of things around the church, like those things, those are difficult. And mm. every, these things that we've achieved because we came together, we worked hard. And, and I, I know how we say around here, it, it feels hard because it is hard. Yeah. Yes. But the work that we're doing is worth it. Right. And it's not easy. No. That's right. Yeah. But we will be victorious. Yeah, yep. it's good. Yeah. It's good. You know, you, I mean, you bring up a good point. It reminds me of a book I read recently, and uh, it was just reminding that our faith, it, it requires a fight to maintain it, Yeah. to strive for it, mm -hmm. to, to seek for it, mm -hmm. to seek, like, you know, you had that encounter with the Lord yeah. in your chair time. Like, it's, it's a fight. Yeah. You know, you know, I think, and I think a lot of Christians and a lot of church leaders are caught off guard by that. Yeah. Because you know, honestly, on this side of the world, we have it really easy. Yeah, yeah we do. We're yeah. inside an air conditioned building right now. It's like we right. got jumped. We got exactly. 
quickly. <laughs> and we're, we're ready. And, and, you know, it's like me trying to catch a spider and I'm just, you know, screaming yeah. for my life right now, yeah. you know? But like, that's a real thing, by the way. We yeah. just saw a video before this. And I feel like we should put a link in the description. <laughs> anyway, that's, is that how it goes? That anyway, was, no, is that how it goes? Yeah, the link goes, in the description. Just saying, like there's no way he's proud of that moment. No, 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 we're moving on. We're moving on. But that's the thing, though, is like our faith requires fight. Yeah. And I think that's that's what comes to mind as, you know, more than conquerors. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So this is, um, you know, looking back over the last two and a half years and that's, that's meaningful. It's helpful to know that, but it's really, I think more meaningful if we could say, okay, so how does that affect today? How does that affect us moving forward? And what would, uh, cause we, you know, we're still dealing with pandemic. Yeah. I just got over COVID myself a couple of weeks ago and, um, yeah, and it, it it still runs through our staff and our church, and it affects people, and it affects a lot of things, yes. and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, so, how do we work with it? And you know, I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but we actually have some elections coming up soon. Yeah, yeah so that's going to create its own dust cloud, mm-hmm. and so we're going to be dealing with that. And so, there's a lot still out there. So. Uh, how will we then exercise faith moving forward? And so uh, mm-hmm. there's there's two things there that I would say are affected based on what I've learned so far out of this. Um, the first one goes along with what I'd said before. I'm the one that he put in this role, and I need to trust him and yeah. be confident in and of myself. And I'd say that um, I am doing my best to walk in that, and I'd say most days that's absolutely true. And then other days, it's more of that fight. Mm-hmm. But we're there. We're there, and mm-hmm. we're able to exercise that. So no one's ever 100%, but um, I know that makes a huge difference with how you just lead and how you are just yeah. daily. Yeah. So I think that's important. I think the other thing is that God uses extreme hardships throughout Scripture right before he makes a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think about, you know, stories like Gideon. Oh, my goodness. I mean, huge hardship, just massive hardships coming, but then massive impact that was able to come. Right. You mm-hmm. see this throughout the scriptures, and I think, okay, well, we understand what the impact and the hardship looks like right now right. on us, right? Absolutely. And it just makes me think, well, what kind of an impact now could come oh, I know. because uh, of this hardship? Yeah. Because it does create a opportunity in people that they now want to talk about the, uh, you know, this thing called faith. In fact, I was just talking with one of our pastors who grew up with a a guy and that man is now 80, his friend. And for the first time, this atheist has reached out to um, this, our pastor here, one of the pastors here on staff, John, and reached out to him and he said, I need to talk to you. Mm. I have questions wow. about how I can meet God. Oh my that. goodness. 80 years old. And for his entire life, he has rejected God mm-hmm. and John. Right. And now, but he knows yeah. who to go to. Yeah. That's right. Because he knows John knows God. Yeah. That's right. That's it right there. That's a powerful impact. You know, as you say that, I was we just had this conversation at lunch. Um, we were talking about how this pandemic it sh- it showed a lot of things like, uh, like um, how a lot of people just dropped off. Yeah, like disappeared. The people we thought we were running the race with. Yeah, just the ones that we thought we were in step with. Mm-hmm. You know, step. Um, 
I think sometimes as leaders, I think one of the things we can work on or, you know, take from the last two years is not worry about the ones that have said mm. adios folks, yes. but think yeah. about the ones that don't know Jesus, like the yeah. eight year old, like his whole life thinking I'm just going to reject God. But now all of a sudden he's making that phone call to say, how do I connect with God? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I've been, I've been asking the Lord personally, like to give me a heart for those who don't know you at all. Yeah. Instead of being worried about all the Christians that we, we thought we we're doing life with and yeah. walking yeah. with Jesus with that yep. said adios. Yep. We're not worried about them. We're like, yeah. I'm worried about where we are. We are. <laughs> we yeah, are. We are. But, 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 but in retrospect, in the yeah. bigger picture of things, yeah. there's a whole world still out there That's of right. people that don't know Jesus, that no. don't know his love, that don't yeah. know his goodness. Yeah. And we want, and I want them to experience him. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, that's just something that I, that came to mind as you were just sharing that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that's really good. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about perspectives here. So from a staff person's perspective, how does it impact you when I either walk in faith or don't walk in faith looking for those impacts, looking for ways that mm. our church mm. can actually impact for the kingdom here in our, whatever influence we have in our city, our generation. Right. How does that affect you? Well, like, what's your perspective there? Are you like, yeah, I don't really care if you do or don't, or does it matter to you? It does matter. Be uh, I know, like, for instance, during the pandemic, when, and if we're going to be honest, like, we all are all having our doubts. No, we don't want to be honest. This is yeah. not what this is about. Good. <laughs> yeah. No bad or ugly. Right. We're not, no bad or ugly. Yeah, but, yeah, right. we're all having our doubts. It was rough, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. We're just kind of like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, for mm -hmm. me walking with my family through the pandemic early stage. My son was a senior, his whole second half of his senior year is crumbling around him. No graduation, no prom, no hanging out with friends. He's yeah. stuck in the house. And, and then my, my ninth grader, you know, his first year of high school, he's like, is this what it's going to be? And so there's this level of fear that mm -hmm. I'm hearing. Yeah. And, um, so, in the moment we're having this, these family conversations, I remember saying, do we really believe that this caught God off guard? Mm. Yeah. Like, is he surprised? Well, the answer is no. But, uh, you know, in that moment, I could hear myself and I'm thinking, do I believe that? Mm. And then the next day in my chair time, you know, God's yeah. dealing with that in my heart. Yeah. And, I, and, and I have to really put that faith in and lead my family so that they can see mm -hmm. that I'm not going to operate out of fear. I'm going to operate out of faith. Yeah. Because my faith has got to be greater than my fear. And mm -hmm. so it was a moment in my life. And I think, and I say all that to say, even as a staff member, yeah. If the senior leader, if you're sensing like he's uh, he's not confident, he's moving in fear or just un you know, he's just unsure, it makes me mm -hmm. right. Not that mm -hmm. you know I'm the kid in this relationship, but it's very similar. Yeah, like you're following a lead, right? Mm -hmm. My kids are following me as their dad. They're following my wife as their mom, and so yeah. we got to lead that way. And if, if I got to lead with confidence that I'm trusting in the Lord and I have to show them and live that out. Yeah. So as a senior leader, it is so crucial that that happens. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if not, then the rest of us are going to be like tippy toeing and not really sure. Yep. And then next thing I know, the people in our ministries are going to sense that mm. and see that. And then they're going to lose confidence. And so, mm -hmm. and it's not that we fake it. No. But we got to do the business so we're not faking it. Exactly. Yeah, meaning connecting to God. Yeah, yeah. we can't pretend. Heart. You do yeah. the hard work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We need it right. so that we can lead strong. Yeah. yeah. You know, as you're, as you're, I was thinking about how we got connected um, and I came back to California, mm -hmm. you know, um, after losing 
my, my youngest brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember just what came to the surface was, God, I have nothing else in this world but you. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't look to anything else. I, there's no, I, I've experienced God so much in my life in, in many ways that I can never deny his existence, his goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I, I had no, ch- I, it's not, I, I just made it every effort to say, God, I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to just live my life for you. You're still worthy of it all. Yeah. And I remember as you, you know, you're talking about how like, um, senior leaders, one of the things that I was really drawn to about our conversations when I first was getting onboarded here yeah, was yeah. your, your view of God, your understand, like you just, you didn't, it, it, the way you, you talked with me, it sounded like, man, I'm just focused on the mission of Heights Church. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking for. This is where I believe God is leading us. And the way that you communicated that mm-hmm. was just so profound. And I was like, God, like these are the things that I care about as well. Mm-hmm. These are the things that I, I desire as well. Like I want to see, see people experience God. I, I love worship and what it can do and what it can bring out yeah. of people and what God can reveal in those moments to people. Yeah. Um, I remember just being like, wow, the, Craig, he has, he's speaking from a place of confidence where mm-hmm. this is what he's looking for. This is yeah. his heart. This is mm-hmm. desire. Mm-hmm. It's what God has placed on him to, to seek after. So that again, oh, yeah, just, just that. again, just like you having the confidence, a senior leader, just being close with Jesus. You can't fake that. Like you said, yeah. mm-hmm. or you said, I can't mm-hmm. remember who said that, but you can't fake that. Yeah. There's definitely, and I think COVID did that. It revealed a lot of people who were real yeah. or not. Yeah. And just, that's the reality yeah, of it. It was a pruning happening. It was yeah. a pruning for yeah. sure. And, and I would say you said it, the hard work mm-hmm. it is. It's hard, man. I can tell you when we were having those conversations, I would say that probably three to four weeks prior to those conversations is when I found my legs in COVID. Wow. <laughs> Through a series of yeah. really mm. intense events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do a lot of hard work. There was nowhere to go. I was closed in, claustrophobic. Yeah. Okay, God, there's only one way out of this tunnel, and that is straight up that ladder, so let's go. Yeah, come on. And, but... Because of that, when I came out of that struggle, I knew I had the confidence. And what was so great about it is that God, God just said, "So here's the mission. Mm-hmm. Let's go." Yeah. yeah. Because so many people at that point, senior leaders, if we're being honest, they, they weren't talking about the mission. No. no. They're talking about survival. Exactly. Right? They're talking about exit yes. plans. Yep. Yep. They're talking about a lot of things. That's yep. what I was hearing from people. Yep. Personally. Yeah. Um, not everybody, but a lot, and a lot of survival talk, which I understand. We were having right. those conversations too, right. but that was when, but that was when the Lord helped refocus me even more to say, "Come on, my mission has <laughs> that that has not changed." Nope. Yeah. So let's get going. Yeah. Right. I have things in store, yeah. and and I remember hunting. I remember thinking, wow, I'm going to be looking for the next worship leader. And you know me, you know, I don't just fill holes. Nope. You know, I look for people that I want to do life with, I want to journey with, that I care about, um, and that I I think believe in this mission as much as I do. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then I'm just going to be honest, I don't really want you here. <laughs> That's just, I mean, why would I do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I know how passionately I feel about this thing. Yeah. 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 And. And so God's mission, it's worth that. Absolutely. And not everybody knows that or understands it, but we do. 
Right. And 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 I remember thinking, okay, Lord, I'm looking for a literal needle in a haystack of trying to find a worship leader who's going to lead this beautiful church to know how to worship and to worship of you. I got to find that person in the middle of COVID <laughs> with all this disruption and <laughs> what? <laughs> and right away, God led yeah. us together, yeah. made that connection right away. Yeah. So it was powerful. And uh, yeah, yeah. Now, those were good moments. Those I good love moments. going back to those conversations that we had. Absolutely. That was good. Thanks for saying yes, by the way. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really <laughs> good. Um, okay, so, so I want to go back to something you said earlier. I want to make sure for senior leaders... You guys aren't saying, "Hey, just do something, figure it out." No. We're, you know, you're not you're not saying that in a harsh way. It's it's an encouragement because you believe. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're not you. Or the what you're going to be part of the great resignation. Yes. Right? Yes. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm out of here. I have choices. Right. And yeah. I don't want to choose this, but I believe in you. I believe in what we're doing together. Mm-hmm. You're speaking about it more from that perspective when yes. you're saying, I want you to exercise that faith because we know you have it in you, mm-hmm. right? You're speaking yep. more of that because I don't want senior leaders to hear staff saying, hey, you can't admit you're, you don't know it all. Right, right. Because, yeah. I mean, come on, we already know we don't. And you guys already know you. I don't. Um, and how many times I've been able to come to our team and just say, guys, I am not sure. And these are words that I feel like are really helpful. And I so appreciate how you guys have responded to this. I would tell you, I am not sure what the next thing is we need to do. Mm-hmm. But my commitment is mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out yes. with yeah. the help of God and counselors. Yeah. yeah. And very often you would speak into those things mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, Moses, go to the mountain and you and God have a conversation, yeah. come back down and tell us what's going on, right, right. you know, which puts all of the weight on us. It's like, no, 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 we, we want to help you yes. carry this. Right. Absolutely. I think uh, a lot of times, too, is what we're not saying is you go, like you said, uh, go to the mountain, figure it out, yeah. and come back and give us some instruction. Yeah. It's, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, because there is a level of transparency that bonds yes, the team. Absolutely. And so when you say, yeah. I, I don't know what my next step is, because I'm bought into the vision and the mission that God has for Heights Church yep. and that I believe that God has placed you as the lead pastor, then I am partnering with you to help you figure that out. Yeah. But I need to know if you yeah. need my help. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I, like I can how be, you said so, so I could be praying. Yeah. So I could be encouraging yeah. you. What can I do? Hey, know that yeah. I'm praying for you. Because yeah. the prayers of a team saying, Lord, give our lead pastor a vision. Give yes. him clarity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give, give that, give him that all that he needs. Yeah. That's my partnership in this whole thing. Yeah. So that mm. you can come back and say, God's given me clarity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm like, yeah, pray, we prayed for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's not just go it alone and we're going to sit here and unpack our brown bag lunch and wait for you. No, no. We're in it with you. (laughs) We're doing the work behind the scenes. That's right. We're doing the work. We're praying for you. We're we're in the trenches with you. Yeah. But, you know, exactly what you said. Yeah. We're going to bear that burden, but it's your, God's going to give you the direction. Yeah. Exactly. And we need, we need that. It's because it's in your hands. Yeah. So we need you to give the direction, but it's good. We're going to help you get there. You know, I want to say from a senior leads perspective, there's been a few times through the pandemic where, and we don't, this doesn't have to happen every day or every week. It's not something you look for. It's just there comes these moments. And I so appreciated that you 
as a team picked up on them and literally prayed for me. And mm. I remember going home and telling my wife and her reacting just like me. Mm. It was it was one of those moments where you just feel so vulnerable and uncovered and yet so incredibly blessed because of the people that are around you. It's like they really do care about this and me mm-hmm. and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think my encouragement, if you're listening into this conversation and you're a staff person, one of the greatest things you could do, mm-hmm. just go pray for your pastor. Yeah. Yep. Just ask him. Yeah. Just ask him and just hear everything I'm telling you because I, <laughs> I promise you in one version or another, he's thought it. And um, pray for him. Yeah. And let him know. You love him. You care about him. And if you're a senior lead, my encouragement would be to be vulnerable and let them know, I don't have all the answers. And they're going to say, yeah, we know that already. <laughs> yeah. But my commitment is we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What an amazing bonding time. And I think, you know, we talked about in previous episodes that we emerged from the pandemic stronger. Mm-hmm. To yeah. me, those are some of the reasons why. Yeah. yeah. Because and it, it only actually took one or two of those moments to just seal that bond. It's like mm-hmm. crazy glue after 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. There's a and big those, difference. Those experiences then seconds. build your faith. Yeah. So we're talking about like, how would I exercise more faith? It's yeah. like, well, how about engaging in the faith with your team? Oh, yeah. For instance, you know, when, you, mm. when we say, we're going to pray with you yep. so that God will be clear and you'll have that vision. Yeah. And then when the clarity comes, we like, we're, we're bought into that. That's yep. right. Yep. And now I have faith like, man, yeah, God just showed up. It's like the things we teach from kids to students to, it's like, mm-hmm. you just trust God yeah. in this, take a step. He'll show up, yep. and then your faith just grew. Yeah. And so over the, over the pandemic, we saw so many spiritual markers where yeah. that was happening. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen, but right. we don't know how we're going to pay salaries. Mm-hmm. We don't know how we're going to fund ministries. Mm-hmm. We don't know how we're coming back. Right. We don't know who's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> True. But we just said, here's our yeah. mission. Here's God. We're just going to pray. We, we get a vision of like God saying, this is what we want you to do, or... Wisdom would say this is what we should do collectively, yeah. And then it it happened, yeah. And so at the end of all of it, when I, you know, like you, how do you exercise more faith? I, I'm at the point like, well, then we we just need to collectively be praying together, and seeking God's yeah. clarity on the things. Because let's remember, some of those spiritual markers were things we knew that if God didn't show up, yep, this was going to be a mess. Yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden, holy smokes, He showed yeah. up. Yeah, because so, you as a staff person realize this is way bigger than me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. God has to be involved in this. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Right. Yeah. And right. a side note was, uh, and I don't know how other, you know, staffs have all different kinds of dynamic, but for me, you know, leading that way uh, with my family, mm-hmm. like my kids bought in, mm-hmm. my wife was buying, I mean, like we yeah. were just praying for our church. We were praying yeah. for our leader, right? Yeah. We were praying for you, Craig. We were mm-hmm. praying for worship and yeah, we were yeah. excited as a family when Ryan came on and he just kept filling holes. Yeah. And we, it. and then we were, we were moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that means I'm, I, I'm going to do that sooner. Yeah. That was, <laughs> exactly. yeah right. Do exactly. sooner. that sooner. Exactly. Don't ever stop doing it. That's right. Because right. <laughs> all of a sudden through the pandemics, the guy's like, yes, yeah, I, I still do things. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a faith journey. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It does. 
Oh, wow. So this has been rich. Really appreciate you guys uh, talking about this whole thing. Monday morning quarterbacking, the role of faith in the pandemic and how it's how it's affecting us today and moving forward. So, so good. Any last things you guys want to say before we wrap this one up? No. No. Okay. Sounds like we've just had a real conversation in real time in real time time about leading people, organization change. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. All right. We'll see you guys next time.